You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Uh, well, we are the first weekend of 2016. How many of you have realized that? 2016, very good. And every time uh, there is a new year, uh, something starts, uh, you know, uh, I kind of start thinking how, how fast time is gone. Because 2007, 2007, and for the first time, I can hear it in the UK. Um, then I've been studying here two years, I have years break in Germany, and back here. Since I, uh, so I can say that it's almost since the day I predicted that I'm here, 10 years. And that's quite, you may think, you may, maybe some of you say, well, it's almost a century that I'm around, and okay, I'm not arguing with that. But for, oh, there you are, I am on now, yeah. But believe me, for a foreigner to be 10 years in a country that is not yours is a long, long time. It's almost like a life. So yes, and all the, for- and all the foreigners say, Amen. <laughs> so, uh, time goes very fast. And that's, I believe, that time is uh, probably the most precious things, thing that God has given us to administrate in our life. Time. Uh, and so we really should be careful how we use our time. And I'm not against leisure or relaxing. You know, I like to relax. I like to have some leisure sometimes. But generally speaking, we are called to be wise how we use, what do we do with our time. And uh, as Tyler was saying earlier on, the beginning of a new year is also a time in which, uh, at least I do, and I'm sure all of you do as well, is, is a time where we think, like a very critical time. We think maybe about our past, uh, the past year, what we did, what we didn't do. Maybe we think about the victory that we had and the failure that we have, and, and we had, and and we kind of go through this process of, you know, sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's joyful, depend how your your past year has been. And generally speaking, you can always find uh, both things in a year of of life of a person. You can find moments where you you were rejoicing, but also moment where you were crushed because maybe something come across in your life which you didn't not you did not expect, or or or, or a challenge something tough that you know caused pain in your heart. So it's a time, the beginning of a new year, where at least I and I'm sure and I know many other people like me, just go through all this, and as well, it's not just a time where we think about the past, but as well we think about the future. We look at the, the year ahead. And uh, we start to maybe um, to uh, to desire things and, and to have wishes and to uh, and to think how this year things has to change and, and usually this process of thinking of of uh, of thinking to what has been in the past and what has to come in the future it involves all sphere of our life it touches the family it touches the working business or ministry and or and as well for us as a christian it touched the spiritual life we think about the past and 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 we think about our high and our low with god the time that god we were like 100% with god and the time where we really felt god coming uh, um, coming along uh, where we were and, and and he he picked us up where where we were so there are being victory and defeated okay and as well we look at the future and say lord you know i want i really want to go somewhere this year this year i want to i want to achieve this i want to to get closer to you i want to grow in you i want to become uh, more in, to like you more to have, to to grow in your image and there is all this uh, process of thinking going on and and sometimes as i said this process is painful because maybe you remember the beginning of 
of, of, of 2015, you had a desire in your heart, okay? And you said, this year, 2015, I'm going to go for this. And now you're standing, you're sitting here in this room, and you're thinking, well, actually, I didn't manage to achieve what I, what I, 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 I was supposed to. And you are still here with the same problem, with the same wish to solve that issue, okay? And that has, the same desire that was January of 2015 in your heart is still there. And maybe you're wondering why, why nothing is changing, why, why I cannot, I cannot win over this stronghold. What, what is, is there something wrong? Is there something that, that maybe I, 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 I am missing here? And this, and, and when, when there is, and when we are in this situation, there is fear. Because you look at this 2016, and you may, may tempt it to think it's, got, it's just going to be another year. The same like, like the past year and like the year before. Nothing is going to change. It's just going to be another year like it was in the past. But what I wanted to share with you today is really something. There is one thing that we can do. More than, can, is more than a thing that we can do is in an act, as an attitude that we can have that will help you really to face this year with victories over your strongholds, with, uh, with a new sense of achieving, with a new... Uh, you will, that, that when the Bible says that when we... When, when we start this process, we get, we get closer to God and, and as God, you know, get closer to us and start to control more our life, we start to taste victory. And you, you may think right now, how, Samuel, are you telling me that it's just one thing? And if I do this one thing, things will change. I'm saying, yes, there is one thing only that we can do in order to, to, so that this year that is about to start is going to be different from your past year. There's only one thing and this thing is to die. To die, and I'm not speaking about I'm not speaking about a physical death, but to dying to self. To dying to self means to 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 take away your not to take away to lower your your you know uh, your the control in a sense that you have over your life and to give it up to God. I want to die to self, dying to self, meaning I leave the I leave the. The control in my life, I don't want to control anymore my life. God, you are the one who controls my life. It means to, to, to drop often things, to leave things that we know that are affecting us and to, and to, and to let Christ be the king over our life, to die to self. And when we do that, we start to taste victory because we will start acting on the will of God. And when we act on the will of God, we will taste victory. I'm not saying that you will not go through a hard time. I'm not saying that everything is going to be um, flowers and clouds all around. There will be a tough time, but the Lord will bring you through. There will be something different in you. And we can read in John chapter 12, verse 23 to, uh, to 26. So John chapter 12, from verse 23. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for, will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. 
Now, the situation here is that Jesus was about to die on the cross. And he was telling that to, to his disciples. So he was bringing this example. So the passage is mainly speaking about him. Jesus is speaking about himself. You know, unless, uh, 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 you know, a seed fall on the ground, a seed of weeds fall on the ground and died, cannot bring fruit. He was saying, basically, I have to die in order to bring fruit. And we today are the fruit of the death of Christ. If, that, if Christ would have not died on the cross, we would not be here today. Grace was something, um, something unknown to us. We would, not, we would not be in the position where we are today. So Christ, yes, was speaking about himself, but, but we also know that often when Christ speaks um, about you know, what he was leaving on the spot, he was also passing on a message for, to us. And in verse 25, we understand this because the narration changed. He's not any, anymore the seed who, who falls and dies, but he's, he's switched and he said, anyone who loves their life. So there is this anyone. Which, so he's not speaking any, um, anymore about himself, that he was about to die, but he's is anyone. So he's bringing this, this uh, idea, this concept, this principle of dying in order to bring fruit to anyone who was there and to us today. And here, here is the chain, okay? Uh, anyone who, lo- who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. And here Jesus was not encouraging us to hate ourselves. He was just, um, he was just telling us how the priority should be. You know, I have to love God more than what I love myself. So those here who hate their life are not just people who go around hating themselves, but simply are people who put God first in their life. So this, uh, uh, this process, this, um, um, uh, of, of, of Christ being at the center and reigning over our life has to be there. Okay? And then whoever served, uh, we have to do this so that we can serve Him. And when we serve Him, we must follow Him. You know? And, and where, He said, where I am, you will be. And God honor those who honor, uh, to, who, those who serve me. So there is this chain. There is us putting Christ first in our life. Okay? And then there is by us putting Christ for, by Christ being the first in our life, we will start to serve Him in a, in a very efficient way and to really to be on, on the spot, to feel the Holy Spirit when He speaks to us and to move according with His will. Okay? And then as we do that in this process, will God is, is said in His word that He's going to honor those who do, who do that. So sometimes we want the honor from God, but we don't want to, to go through the process of every, every day to put Him first. To, to die to self, to ourselves, to say, to, we don't want to go through the process where we actually have to leave stuff in our life and we want to just rush for the, for the honor. But there is actually a process that, take, that takes place. And <clears throat> so just to, to clarify a little bit, what does it mean really to die to self? There is like a two-fold uh, concept. You know, there is dying to self is something that can be located in a day Something that happened in a specific day of our life, but is also something that we have to, we are called to experience in our life in a daily basis. Okay. So in Galatians 2, verse 20, we read, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live, uh, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So here he's speaking about the day of salvation. He is speaking the day when we come to, Paul is speaking, when we come to a saving knowledge, 
of Christ, Christ come in our life, our life is crucified with Christ, meaning we die to ourselves and we are born again in Christ. So through the, through the death and resurrection of Christ, we, we have this possibility of dying to our old man, to our old self, to the man who was separated from God and to be born again in a man that is now uh, close to God. Thank you. So it's something that can be located and can be specifically located in, in a moment. But as well, to die to self is something that has to take place every day. And Luke 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 23, we read, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Daily. And to deny themselves, it can be translated to die to themselves. Because to deny ourselves and to die to ourselves is pretty much the same thing. It's again the same thing, like to say, Lord, it's not me, it's you. It's you who, who is, um, uh, has to run my life. It's you who uh, I, want to, I want to depend from you. I want to follow you. I want to listen to what you have to say every day. It's something that has to happen daily. And, and you see, to, to die to ourselves, it's not just, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we think like, you know, it's a prayer, a moment of worship. You say, well, Lord, you know, I want to, yes, I want to deny myself. I want to follow you. But it is actually something very practical. It's something, if it's something that we have to do daily, it's something very practical. It's something that God calls us to act upon. It's not just something that, you know, we can pray once and yeah, that, that's it. But daily, we are called to deny ourselves, to, uh, to die to ourselves so that Christ can reign in our life. You see, Christ is the one that does, that does the job in us. You know, he said that I started a work in you and I will, I will bring it to accomplish. Yes. But he loves to work with us. And not for us, in a sense. He is like a collaboration. He's there speaking to our life. And he, we can, when the Holy Spirit comes in us, you know, that's the very reason why the Holy Spirit is in us. So that we can, we can be connected with God. We can listen from God. God, what do you have to say today? But it's not just about listening. It's about acting in what we listen. So is God calling us into action? Is God calling us to play the game, in a sense? And not just to be uh, an observer of, of what he's doing in our life. And this is called this sanctification, this journey. You know, since we, the day Christ has come in our life, we start this journey of sanctification, which basically is, is a journey that brings us to, uh, to, to grow more into the image of Christ, to become more, more like Christ, to be more Christ-like, okay? And, and this process involves both, involves God, but as, as so much it involves as well our um, um, our life. So God, yes, He brings us, He, He is the one who brings change in our life, but He wants us, in a sense, to be the change. Uh, there is this, this saying, you know, there is no change without change. It's like a playing with words, but to rephrase that, it, it, like if I, if I, for example, I, I, I'm running something and I'm not happy with the results, okay, and I want to change the results, I have to change what I'm doing. If I don't change what I'm doing, the results will always be the same. Okay? So in order to see change, I have to change something. And coming back to what I was saying, because God does not just come about in our life and start to mess things around or to, you know, to turn things upside down. He is like, there is this collaboration. He speaks to us. 
He warned us, He challenged us to change, to follow Him. And if we obey to His voice, if we stick really to what the Holy Spirit is, is saying to us, we do what He says, okay, so we change. And then because we, we have changed, you know, all through, through what He spoke in our life, we can see a different result. So in the, this 2016 is starting, and maybe if you, if you didn't, if you, if you find yourself, you're fighting with something in your life, since a long time, and somehow you cannot ever grasp on this. It's like a stronghold that you cannot win, okay? Maybe there is something that you have to change in the process to win this. Maybe there is something, maybe God is challenging you today to, to change something. And, uh, you know, and there is always something to change. Because we are growing to the image of Christ. Christ was perfect. He was a perfect man. So every time we look at him, we will always find in us something that we can improve or we can, you know, change something, a challenge that we can, uh, you know, take. There is, there is no moment in our life where we can say, well, you know, I've done it all. Here I am, perfect Christian. Thank you, Lord. No, that, that's, that just simply doesn't work. It's a process. That day will come, you know, when we will leave this, this earth, you know, we will die, we will, we will be raised in glory with Christ and there will be Everybody will be perfect. But now, because we still share, you know, our new life with a sinful flesh in which we live, there will always be something that has to be changed. So this journey of sanctification, of changing, in order to say, in order to see change, will always take place in our life. And as well, I want to be clear on something. Sanctification and changing is not always something that is related to um, God warning us and you know that's not good that's that you know we've got to change this because it's not good it's not always like this sometimes it's an encouragement that we have to learn how to take there are so many people that don't know how to take an encouragement there are so many people they don't they don't know how to take a good word you know they uh, we always look for for correction and for but, but you know when when people encourage us sometimes so many times we, we are not able to take that so there is these two sides. In our journey in which we grow to the image of Christ, there is the side in which, of course, because we are not per perfect and Christ is perfect, we see in us something that can, we can do better. And God challenges us and, you know, and, and, and God will give you the strength really to change that. But there is always also the side of, of God encouraging you and we have to be able to, to listen to him and when he encourages us to take what he's saying and, and, to, and to bring it on. And I've just created, you know, just a few examples, okay? And what could be a warning, you know? Sometimes as a habits, we, have, we bring habits that are displeasing God. We want to change. We want to become more to the image of Christ. We, you want this 2016 to be different from your 2015, but yet there are habits in your life that you know that they are there and they are not healthy for you, but you don't want to drop them off because you kind of like them. You can't enjoy yourself on those things. But then you pretend the Lord to change you and to say, I want to have a different 2016. Or maybe sometimes it's, it's an healthy relationship. You know, uh, a relationship can be unhealthy. Sometimes relationship brings us to live in sin. Or sometimes relationship are bringing, are bringing us far away from God. Maybe he's a colleague, he's a friend. You know, I am not the kind of person who said we should separate ourselves from the world. I'm actually the opposite. I think the church is called to go in the world. Actually, you've got to get friends out there because we are called to influence them, okay? 
we are the those who we have to bring the gospel. If we, if we close ourselves, how can we ever fulfill the calling of God in our life to win our other people to, um, to Him? But as I said, we are called to be the influencer and not those who are influenced. So if there is maybe a relationship, a friend, or a colleague in your life, you know, who is, you, you are not influencing him, you're actually, he's influencing you. Actually, you realize that, okay, this relationship is not good. Maybe it's, it's just time to cut. It's just time to, to say to this friend, you know, look, sorry, but I just, I simply don't, I don't, I don't share, I don't, I don't, I don't think what, the way you think. I, I had to do, when, when I, when I became a Christian, I, I, I had to, um, to cut so many friendships, uh, because of the life that I used to live earlier on. And uh, I, I've tried to, to bring this with me, you know, the, the first, the first years when I was, you know, I was saved. So I was, you know, I was going to church, I was praising the Lord, but, you know, I still was going and looking for my friends. They knew that I had this experience with God. Yeah. They knew that I was a Christian, but still, you know, that was like a one time when you tell them the story. So they know, but then all the other times you meet them, it's like just, okay, let, let's do something together. And so many times I was, I was finding myself to do stuff that I knew that were not right in front of God. And God was very clear speaking. Um, he spoke into my life. So, well, you've got to cut some bridges here if you want to move on with me. So maybe it's you here. Maybe this 2015, many things have not changed because you've been too much influenced by people around you. So maybe because you, you, you did not manage to be the influencer, rather you've been influenced and God is, is challenging to maybe to break some of this relationship. Sometimes it's, it's gossip. We like to gossip, you know, maybe you like to gossip, speaking of people and, and you don't realize that gossip is poisoning you and poisoning the life of people around you. Maybe gossip, gossip has, has, has something, has been something very present in your 2015 and you want to have a new here, a different here. Maybe it's time to stop gossiping. It's time, it's, it's time to stop poisoning the life of other people in your own, your own life. What about envy? To desire things that are not ours. Envy is, is, a, is, is something very bad. Because when we start desiring what we don't have, we become blind on what we do have. If my, if, my attitude, if my attitude to life is an attitude of like envy, is always there. You know, in a way that, in a very strong way, I will always lose, I will always miss to see the blessing and the goodness that God has put in your hand. And instead of investing in what you have, you are spending hours saying, if only I would own that. And again, uh, I'm not speaking about wishes. All of us, where we have wishes, you know. So if I see a nice BMW, ah, I, I do have a wish. Ah, one day I would like to drive one of those. There's nothing bad in that, in wishing or in, in something. But it's different from when we are consumed by, by this thing. When we are so much into ah, desiring other, st- other stuff that we, we really miss what we have. And sometimes we, we neglect family, sometimes we neglect work, sometimes we neglect church because of this, sometimes we neglect relationship. This brings bring us in a position of neglecting many things. And maybe it's you here, that, that if you think about your 2015, you, there is this envy, if only my family would be like that family, if only I would be like that neighbor, if, if only my, my financial situation would be like, like, like that, that, that man. 
It's time to stop. It's time to focus on God and, and, and to start to see what God has put in your hand. So this is a bit there is a short list of things. And, you know, it's not me that I have to tell you what you have to change. It's not my job. Like, it's not your job to tell me what I have to change. It's not my job to point out stuff in your life. You know, we believe in a God who is alive. We believe in a God who speaks. And He will let you see. He will let you understand what there is in your life that has to be changed. That's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He comes in our life. He lives within us. He starts to speak to us. And we are listening. Every day He speaks to us. If you are here today and say, well, I, I, He doesn't speak with me, then I'll tell you sincerely, go back on your knees and, 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 and rebuild this relationship with God. Because when, you, when your relationship with God is alive, He will speak to you. He will. There is no other you will, you, will, you will know how to hear it. You, you will feel this presence and you will know what you have to do with your life. And, and as I said before, it's not just about things that we have to change, the things that we have to drop. It's also His, this Holy Spirit is encouraging us. So, so to dying to self is not just to, uh, there is not just the side of, of changing and dropping stuff, but as well, is, there is also the side of taking encouragement. So at the beginning of new year, visions and, desire, uh, and desires that we have for the future. To grasp and to follow them up. You know, the Lord come to, uh, come, come to us and He speaks life. He speaks vision. He speaks dreams into our life. And so many times we just don't achieve anything new because we don't follow what God wants us to make new. So we have to learn how to take this word and to apply them to our life. Sometimes uh, um, it's, it's about dis uh, discovering faith in our daily base. What about this? Maybe what, what about this 2016 for you could be a year where every day you will, you will put your, all your effort, all yourself in discovering faith. Mean, meaning in praying for, for daily things, provision, healings and neighbor, salvation and stepping out by faith, stepping out of the boat, like to make it as, as a habit. Every day I want to move out in faith. And guess what? When we will start moving in faith, we will start to see miracles around us. We will start to see God moving around us. But sometimes we get stuck and we don't, and we refuse to walk by faith because it's so easy just to try to sort out things with our mind. Okay. What about not giving up? When God comes to us at the beginning of the year, he said, do not give up. Do not give up. So many times we start stuff and we don't finish them because just we give up. We give up in praying for people. We give up in doing something. We give up with, with family. We give up with church. We're tired. We say, oh, I'm giving up. And giving up. And then we come at the end of the year. And I say, well, that was another flat year. But this year is going to be different. Well, guess what? Unless we, we, we start to follow up on what God is telling us, you know, we will never stop giving up. There is this um, publicity going on. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I think it's, it's really fantastic. There is this guy walking in this museum, the Museum of Procrastination. Have you seen that publicity interview? There is this man walking in the museum. said, welcome to the Museum of Procrastination. And then he points to a corner. There were all these, um, um, you know, when you, when you subscribe for a gym, they, you get your a card, you know. And there was these bunches of cards. So this is all the cards of people who, have, who wanted to, uh, he said, this year I'm going to improve my, you know, my physique. I'm going to subscribe to a gym, but they've gone just for a week. And then he moved on to the other room. There was another corner with, with a bunch of letters. And this is all, all first chapters of poems that have, the people have started, but they never finished. 
and then he moves to another room and there is uh, another bunch of unfinished stuff and and and, and he starts to move and, and when i saw this you know, procrastination giving up you know it started to you know to to uh, ring a bell in me so many times we don't move uh, on with god because we give up because we um we are not ready to take in our life what is actually ministering to us and we are stuck. So what about if this 2016 is going to be a year where you don't give up? Where you actually finish what you start? Where you actually, if you, if you think you lost something on the way, then it's maybe it's time to go back. You know, start, it's time to maybe start praying again for your son, for your parents, for your neighbor, for your, your boss at work. Don't give up on people. Don't give up on people. Don't give up on what God is putting in your heart to do. And... Uh, uh, so there is this, this uh, to recap a little bit, there is this concept, okay? We have to die to self, we have to, um, uh, to, uh, to, uh, yeah, to deny ourselves in order to, to bring fruit in God. We need to lower ourselves and to say, God, you are now the one who rules over my life if we want to move forward with Him, okay? And this is the only one thing that is required to have a, a fruitful life in God. If we don't know how to die to self, if we like to, to have a hold of our things, and you, you put there whatever you know has to be put there, okay? And I'm not going through the list again. But if we, if we don't want to give up to these things, guess what? Nothing will ever change. Yes, you are saved. You are a child of God. You, one day you will see him face to face and, and all of that. It's not about salvation. It's nothing about that. It's about you moving on in your walk with God. You can, you, as a Christian, you can have two kind of life. Believe it or not, you can, uh, oh, I'm already out of time. Believe it or not, you can already, uh, some, uh, you can live a life, as a, uh, you can be a Christian, but to live a life that is not joyful. And this is because you just say, well, I'm not never moving on. Well, start to really to put God uh, first. Let him reign to our life and you will see how things will change. So this, this concept, concept of dying and to bring fruit. Is so important. And you, as well as, you know, God does not just put this in His Word, but He gave us plenty of examples. You, work, you walk in a field during spring, and there is these beautiful flowers, and you take them, and they look so beautiful. They're all these funny shapes and colors and different smells. But guess what? Before to be a flower, it was just a dirty, ugly seed, black, brownish seed, that had to die on the ground in order to become a flower. The fruit that we eat, so sweet, so nice. I love oranges. I'm a very happy... In, during this time of the year, because it's the season of oranges, I, I like oranges. And, and but guess what? Before to be an, to become something, to become an orange, you know, it has to be a seed, it has to become a plant that brings fruit. So there is this concept of dying in order to bring fruit. Fruit. Death come all, comes always first. Death comes before fruit. If there is no death, there is no fruit. Fruit. That's why Christ had to die on the cross. That's why Christ had, had to die. Otherwise, if it was not for his death. There was no fruit today. And now to, um, as I'm about to conclude, just want to touch on something else, which is surrendering. You know, this is interesting how these words have been all, all mentioned by Tyler at the beginning. So I really believe that God is speaking to someone here today. When we speak about dying to ourselves, die, denying ourselves, we, can, we cannot not speak. I don't know if you can do like double. Can I say I cannot not to speak? Okay. <laughs> I cannot not to speak about uh, surrendering, okay? Because surrendering goes very close with dying to self. In fact, come first. You know, when I, I surrender, the moment I surrender is the moment when I say, okay, I'm giving up to myself, Lord, now is you. So I looked for a definition on, on Google for what surrender. 
um, you know, when I always smile when it comes to definition because there is this eternal uh, debate at the BTI <laughs> between me and the English people. Because I look for definitions, so I put things sometimes in our newsletter. <laughs> and then the English people come to me and say, look, in England, this doesn't make sense. And I say, but actually, Google, it told me that the, that's the meaning. So, but yeah, but the, so there is always this, uh, you know, between. But anyway, I've taken this from Google. I hope it will make sense to you. So surrender. Stop resisting to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. How does it sound? Would that be good? Okay. So surrender, the meaning of that is stop resisting to an enemy or opponent and submit to their, to their authority. Now we bring this to us. God, of course, is not our enemy, but in a sense, our sinful flesh, there is, uh, uh, you know, there is this separation between God and between our sinful flesh. There is like this fight can be between what we want to do and we don't manage to do and what we don't want to do and yet we do. That's Paul to the Romans, you know, he described this um, fight that is constant, you know, in the life of all Christians. So, but yet here we are, surrendering is like to say, okay, I, I, I stop fighting, okay, I, I, give, I give all to you, to, to God in this case, not, not our enemy, and I want to submit to your authority. I want you to be the ruler over my life. So surrender goes very much along with denial, with dying to self, okay? And to surrender um, is not, again, is not something that is easy. We may think again, you know, we sing it sometimes, I surrender, um, there is this beautiful song, I surrender all, it's an old hymn. And you know, so many times I sang, I sing, I sang the song on my life and and so many times I've done a prayer, but then when we actually think about the process of surrendering, it's not something that comes easy because it requires us to be, to humble ourselves. It requires us to, you know what? I can't make it. By nature, we try as a man, as a people, as a human being, we try to sort out stuff. We try to think and to strategize. But there are times where God, where God asking us just to surrender. Let me take control over your life because my way are not your way. My way are higher than your way. So surrendering comes alongside with dying to self. So to conclude, we are approaching now this new year. And if there is fear in you that this year is going to be just the same as, as the one that has passed, okay? Or if you had a great year, maybe there is this desire to go even more deep, even to, to taste even more the blessing and, and, the, and the goodness of, of God. In both, in both cases, the situation will be solved, uh, will, will be solved, solved, sorry, and the uh, blessing will be increased when we learn how to really to deny, how to die ourselves, to, to ourselves and to say, God, I want you, this year, I want you to reign over my life. I want you to take control over my life. I want you to, uh, to rule over my life. If, if you, if you tell me that, if you tell me to do so, I'm gonna go for it. If you tell me not to do so, I'm not doing it. If I, if I tell I have to stop doing that, I'll stop doing that. Because it, at the end, it's for you. I really hope you get this. It's, it's not about oh, God wanting us to, to change us because he has some weird imagination of how we should be. It's because he loves us so much. And he knows so much the best for us. His love is so great that you know that He died for you and for me. And that's the very reason why 
That's the very reason, the only reason why he's asking us to change, he's asking us to give up, he's asking us to embrace new things, because he, he wants us to be fulfilled. He wants us to, to taste his goodness. He wants us to, um, to, to see how good he is. So don't take any, any um, uh, rebuke from God, like, oh, like you know, a, a, a bad father who's trying to shape, you know, he wakes up in the morning, oh, God doesn't wake up, he doesn't leave, but that will help us to understand. He decided one moment, I want to do this. No, no, it's because he, lo- he, he, love, he loves you so much that he wants to change. So what about if this 2016 is going to be a year in which you really, you, you make this your mission? Every day, I want, I decide to deny myself, to die to myself, and to put Christ at the center. As now the worship team come in front, maybe you can um, lead us a little bit into worship. I really I want you to, uh, to think a little bit uh, to this. To think a little bit or where you are right now. What's in your heart? What's your desire? If you look at this 2016, what's the greatest things you want to achieve in God? What's the, uh, what's the things you want to leave? Maybe there is, maybe there is pain in your heart because, because this 2015 has been so unfair in a sense to you. You have experienced so much hardship. Well, today, the Lord is really inviting you to drop, to leave this, uh, this uh, feeling of, 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 of saying, you know, I am, uh, I am so much uh, afraid of what my past, of, what my, of my future, because of what my past has been. Leave this and start to embrace God. Start today, this year, a new walk with God, a walk where you say, you know, I don't understand why that happened. I don't understand the why, but still I trust you. I don't understand why it turned out that way, but you know, I know at the end that you love me and everything works for the good for those who love you. And, and I really want to, to leave that, the feeling of that, that, you know, if you're not careful, sometimes this can kind of start to get through in our relationship between us and God. I said, God, I trust you. I don't understand, but God, I trust you. Why don't we all stand and we just, and we just spend some time in prayer. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.